You are listening to Motivating from the Six, episode 57. Your blessing just might be waiting for you in disguise. I'm going to say that again because there's someone out there who really needs to hear this. Your blessing just might be waiting for you, but in disguise. Let's go. Welcome back to Motivating from the Six. This is a podcast that is intended to change your life. It's intended to motivate you. It's intended to inspire you. It's intended to have you stand up in your circumstances, no matter where you are, and demand change for your life. I'm your host, Jeff Martin of JeffADMartin.com. I am super, super, super excited to be here today for this episode. If you are listening, I wanna thank you from the bottom of my heart. If you have clicked play, if you have downloaded, if you have subscribed, I just wanna say thank you because I know how valuable time can be. And the fact that you're giving me your time, if I am blessing you for just a brief moment within your speakers, within your headphones, while you're running on that beach, while you are climbing those stairs, while you are driving in your car, whatever it is that you are doing, I just want to say thank you. Today, guys, in my opinion, this is an instant classic. See, oftentimes I bring guests to you that I really hope brings value to your life. You might be going through certain things and what they touch on, what they deliver to you through these podcasts. I'm really hoping it brings value to you. But I'll be honest, some guests, for whatever reason, their story really touches my heart. Today, there's no exception. This is an instant classic. On this episode, I have musical recording artist Faith Walker. Faith is going to share with you a powerful story about the obstacles that she's had to face, that she continues to face, and how she uses them to fuel her to go forward in all the things she wants to do in this world. We always have to look at our lives and think when we are going through obstacles, how are we going to use it to fuel us? Faith continues to do that and she continues to fight every single day. I am so proud of this woman. I am so proud of what she's done and what she's continuing to accomplish. Let's get right into this episode so you can hear exactly what I'm talking about. Introducing Miss Faith Walker. Back to motivating from the six. I am with man. I, I I gotta say, you know this this guest that we have on today. She is a phenomenal woman. She is a singer. She's an entertainer, um, but she's also a survivor. My girl Faith, how are you today? I'm good, Jeff. How are you doing? I am fabulous. I'm fabulous. I just gotta say, I'm so excited to have you on as a guest on today's episode. And I'm so I'm thankful that you are able and willing to share your story. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me on. Um, I think that sharing my story is, you know, really important, has become part of my purpose. So any chance I get to uh, let people know, I'm I'm down for it. 
Fabulous. Fabulous. So going back to, I don't know what year it was exactly. It was sometime in the early 2000s, maybe 2001, 2002. I remember listening to the radio regularly and hearing a song, stepping out. And <laughs> this song was just phenomenal to me. And at the same time, myself and some friends of mine, we were uh, putting on a showcase called Urban Boulevard uh, in the city of Toronto, where we were getting singers and, and uh, performers and spoken word artists and live bands to come together and just make beautiful music and just add to the whole music industry. And I remember hearing your song on the radio and thinking, I got to get her to perform on one of our showcases. Now, I don't remember exactly how we met or who we met through, but yes, again, I got to say, I don't know, what year was that when that song came out, Stepping Out? Um, it was the early 2000s. I, I don't even remember the year, to be honest. Um, but yeah, like, I don't remember how we met either, but I definitely remember your showcase. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's, it's great that, um, you know, there are people out there that want to showcase talent. And uh, so I was definitely happy to be a part of that. And um, yeah, I always remembered you. So it was nice to reconnect. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. And I'm so glad that we have an opportunity now to reconnect after a few years. Um, I think we reconnected through social media, which is a powerful yeah. tool. Um, but you've been singing for how long now? I've been singing for a long time. Since I was 14, I've been writing and recording my own stuff. So um, singing as long as I can remember, but actually, you know, working on my own um, original music for uh, about 25 years, so a long time. Wow, amazing. So singing and writing, which is amazing. It's an amazing craft to actually write and, and take your music or take your words, put them to music and have them out there. And then as you have on a number of occasions, have your music played um, on the radio for people to hear and actually hear your gift come out, which is just fabulous. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's always great to have you know, a chance to, to share my music through radio or, you know, the videos that I've put out. So um, it's definitely, you know, the, the industry has changed a lot since then, for sure. Um, but in a way, it almost seems like there are more outlets and opportunities in a way. So that's exciting. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I agree with that. Uh, now, today's day and age with YouTube and the social media that we have going on, there's so many ways to share your music now, which you're absolutely right, is so different than it was um, even 10 years ago, 15 years ago, Definitely. Uh, which is fabulous now, which is fabulous. Yeah, exactly. So your journey uh, through music has been phenomenal. You've been celebrated. You've uh, received awards. You've had music uh, being played on commercial stations. You've also performed with some of the biggest artists uh, out there and influential artists out there. But along your journey in life, you've come across some obstacles, some real difficult circumstances. Can you kind of take me through um, the obstacles that you've been through, um, particularly um, speaking about cancer? Definitely. Um, well, basically, as you were saying, in the early 2000s, um, my music was really starting to take off. And uh, I was, you know, I had songs on the radio and, and videos out and was really excited about, you know, what, what the future held for music. And um, 
at that time, like I said, 26 years old, young, and you don't really think, you know, anything like cancer is going to happen to you. Um, but I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, and at that point, uh, when I was diagnosed, it had already spread to my lymph nodes, uh, which meant that, you know, they recommended a mastectomy, which, you know, was, was a pretty huge thing to, uh, to go through. So, you know, surgeries with that and reconstruction as well, um, chemo, radiation. So basically every, every form of treatment. Um, and it was really tough. Like, you know, I'm, I'm sure everybody has heard the stories about how, you know, rough chemo and um, surgeries can be on your body, but actually going through it, um, the emotional side of it as well, uh, especially having young children and just trying to stay positive and keep moving. But for me, I think I always felt deep down inside that, okay, I'm going to do what I have to do, get through this and just move on with my life. So um, I, that's what I did. And uh, I guess at that point, I really thought that, okay, I'm done with this. I've, I've dealt with cancer. Uh, I, I beat it, you know, and um, there were no signs of it in my body. So I kind of, you know, moved on with my life. And three years later, uh, long story short, I had a lot of back pain and I was pregnant with my youngest son. And I, the doctors kept saying, oh, we think the baby's pressing on a nerve and, you know, sending me sending me home and giving me pain medications, but not really finding out, you know, what exactly was going on. So then uh, when I was six months pregnant, I ended up falling and uh, my back just kind of gave out and I fell and I fractured my spine. Uh, so when wow. they, when they did the, um, the test to see, you know, if my spine was fractured, um, it showed that it was. And the reason that it broke so easily is because I had tumors in my spine. So that, oh yeah, that, that was a, a bigger blow than the first time for several reasons. Um, number one, I was still pregnant with my son, six months pregnant. So they were trying to, you know, keep my pregnancy going without impacting the baby and, you know, um, planning for what my treatment was going to be. So I ended up having him at 27 weeks and he was like a little two pound, five ounce baby. Uh, and then the following day, I had a nine-hour back surgery to rebuild my my spine with rods and screws. And then everything that followed that was basically learning to walk again and, you know, being in a wheelchair and then going to um, a walker and then crutches and then a cane and then a brace. So it just basically, you know, at that point, uh, I was really, really determined to get home. I had, I spent three months in the hospital and I was told by the doctors at that point, we don't know, like, you know, you ask, how long do I have? You know, like, what does that mean? And they, they said, well, I'll never forget. We don't know if you have a year or 20 years. All we can do is try to keep it from wow. to your organs. Wow. So that was like, I took that so hard because, you know, I had, at that time, a newborn baby and, you know, two older kids at home, but um, I needed to be there for them. So that was the biggest thing in my mind. And so I, you know, I was really determined to, to keep going, but it's been, it, it's really tough, but I'm happy to say that, you know, I made it past a year. I made it past two years, three years. I'm going to be celebrating 10 years this year since oh, then. Wow. So, oh, amazing. Amazing. 
14 years since my first diagnosis, but I've actually been what they consider stage four for 10 years. So I'm very blessed to still be here. And I feel like going through that experience really pushed me and helped me to see that this is part of my purpose now. Before I, Mm. I always wrote my own music. I wrote about love. I wrote about relationships and, and whatnot. Now I can write about something else, something that is so real and so many people relate to whether it's like specifically going about cancer or going through cancer or just going through struggle in life. So, so that's become really important. Wow. Wow. Oh man. There's so I know much that's there. A lot. That's a lot. That's like the short version. I have to write a book. I'm going to write a book. I'm saying though, you got to get that out like ASAP. <laughs> it's in the work. Wow. <laughs> Oh, that's an amazing story, Faith. And I'm, I'm so appreciative of you and your story. So going back, just to touch on a little bit of what you just talked about. So sure. you were uh, about six months pregnant um, at the time. You had a fall and it was discovered that you had cancer uh, within your spine. Right. And your son was born at two pounds or so? Yes. Wow. Wow. How is your son doing now? He's doing great. Um, He's almost 10 years old. Um, He has uh, quite a few challenges, uh, but he, as far as his health, all the health problems that can come with being born three months premature, he had none of them. So very lucky in that way. Um, He's a fighter like his mom, you know, he's, he's full of life and knows what he wants. And um, yeah, it's just great to see him. Because, you know, I didn't know if I was going to get to see him grow up. So, um, you know, even just like hitting the 10-year mark is really big for me. Wow. Oh, man. That, that's amazing. Going through a journey like that and, and knowing that you have your children and, you know, most people live for their children. I live for my children. Um, you know, there's a lot of things I want to accomplish because my children are my reason. They are my why. They are my purpose. Absolutely. Speak, speak to that a little bit in terms of you going through what you're going through, knowing that your children are at home and the, the thoughts and feelings that you're going through your head. You have a doctor telling you they don't know how long you're going to live. I imagine in that type of situation, you have to develop a fighting spirit. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that it really, you know, that hearing that, of course, my, my first thoughts are, you know, my children and just survival. So I think that when you're kind of in that survival mode, um, that's kind of all your, your focus on is just getting better and being there for them. And then as time went on and I started to, you know, get back on my feet and uh, get back into music again, because I felt like that was something that was kind of missing during that time, because I wasn't able to you know, work on my music, but then it gave me another purpose on top of everything else. Cause I really, it's, it created an urgency for me to create memories with my kids and also an mm. urgency to, you know, I wanted to make them proud of me to say my mom accomplished this, you know? So even with, you know, as far as music, it, it pushed me because it's like, I, I like to think of it as, um, you know, there's a lot of different ways that it's been put to me, but Um, At one point I heard this and it's basically, you know, when you have uh, a terminal illness, um, you know, everybody kind of has like that clock 
ticking in the back of their mind. But when you have a terminal right. illness, it's like, or, you know, even if it's not terminal, when you have cancer, it's like that, that clock is ticking louder and faster. And so it's like, mm. it really does create an urgency. And um, I guess that kind of became a good thing for me because it was just like a push. Like, what are you waiting for? Just do everything that you want to do. So that's what I'm doing. Absolutely. We take life for granted as human beings. We assume that tomorrow is going to be there. I heard a saying that says tomorrow is the busiest day uh, that you'll ever come across because we always say tomorrow, you know, I'll get in shape tomorrow. I'll start eating better tomorrow. I'll, you know, join, I'll go back into school tomorrow. And tomorrow is not promised to any of us. And so, you know, we, we, we often do take life for granted. Going through a circumstance as you have, how has that pushed you forward? So you talked about, you know, now having a purpose or a bigger purpose in life. Talk about how going through this has changed the way you pursue your music, the way you pursue your family, the way you pursue your goals. Talk to me about that a little bit. Definitely. Um, well, as far as music, um, you know, I had always had songs out and I had, you know, singles and, you know, collaborations with different artists, but I had never put together my own project. So that pushed me, you know, I'm like, okay, I want to put out an album. And what happened is it ended up being uh, the starting step was an EP, which I put out last year called Head in the Clouds. And for me, it was really important that part of that project um, was the message of, you know, being resilient and going through, you know, struggles in life, but, you know, keeping your head up. And so a few of the songs on, on the uh, EP are about that. And that was really important to me. So not only just putting out my own project, but putting out a project that really represented me as a whole and also, um, you know, the messages that were important to me. So that really gave me the push for that. Um, and also, um, last year I started Faithful Fridays Live, which is really near and dear to my heart. Um, uh, basically once a month I have a live band come and back me up. We go live. We have a, a guest artist and we do interview. We play a game. We do a lot of things. Uh, it's, I always look forward to it, but for me, it's important to showcase other talented artists as well as you were doing years ago. Um, so that's kind of become really important to me. Uh, and as far as, you know, life in general, you know, I, right before I was first diagnosed with cancer was my first trip, my first vacation, I went to the Dominican Republic and it was amazing, but I, I really wanted to travel more. So with my second diagnosis, I kind of made a commitment to myself that every year I want to go somewhere new. So, you know, okay. I want to see other parts of the world. So I've done that. And every year I've gone somewhere, um, had a new experience. And um, again, that's, I think that the urgency kind of pushed me to go out and do those things. So, um, you know, just doing things with my children, creating those memories, uh, just living life every day. And I do live with a lot of pain. Um, I have nerve damage. My feet are um, basically asleep for the past 10 years. So, you know, when you get pins and needles and your feet are asleep, I've had that 
because of the nerve damage to my spine constantly for the past 10 years. So I've really had to kind of um, compartmentalize that because if I, you know, if I get hung up on that and the fact that, you know, I can't lift my right foot, um, if I get stuck on those things and, you know, just, I could curl up in a ball and feel sorry for myself and not live life, but I refuse to do that. So, you know, I, I push through the pain. I do what I can. I know I have limits, but, um, you know, it's also kind of forced me to find balance in my life, um, and make time for myself and do things that are good for myself. So, so, you know, there's been, you know, out of tragedy, out of adversity, a lot of blessings have come out of it. And I can honest, honestly say I'm happier now than I was before all of this. So wow. that, that says a lot. Oh, man. That does say a lot. That's, that's amazing. You talked about traveling. And one of the things I always recommend to people, if they can, to do some traveling. Now, I get it. People have different uh, financial needs and, and situations. So even if it's just jumping into a car and doing a road trip, exactly. uh, crossing the border, going to another state, another province, whatever, and just seeing how other people live. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much to be learned. Some of my biggest lessons in life that I carry with me to this day, I've learned when I've you know, been privileged enough to do some traveling. Would you say that you've learned lessons as well uh, through traveling? Definitely. Beyond, you know, just having fun. Um, and, yes. you know, I think it's important to see how people live in other parts of the world because it really makes you appreciate what you do have. Um, and you know, my, my son probably gets very annoyed with me because when, you know, he's having a breakdown because his PS3 isn't working, you know, I'm telling him there are kids in this world that have never seen a PS3. They don't have toys. They don't have clothes. They don't, you know, <laughs> right. get on their back. They don't, they don't have, you know, all these things that people, you know, people take for granted. So, um, just kind of seeing how other people live and other people's struggles, um, you know, it just reminds you that, you know, no matter what you're going through, there's other people going through things as well. And sometimes, you know, um, even more challenging things than, than what I've faced. So uh, I think that's important. Um, and to be, I'll be a hundred percent honest. I love going to all inclusive. This is, <laughs> this is like a selfish thing, but I love going <laughs> to an all inclusive resort only because I have no worries. I don't have to worry about, you know, how much is this going to cost? What am I going to eat today? What, you know, like, what's my budget for this? What's just that having that time to like free up my mind, no responsibilities, no washing, (laughs) washing dishes and cleaning. You know what I mean? Just that break from from the mundane, like everyday, um, you know, things that we all go through. Um, It's it's great. Like I highly recommend, like you said, even if it's a road trip, we've done those as well. Like road trips have been part of me going somewhere new as well. Not just always, you know, going flying somewhere, but yeah, I think it's, I think it's really important and just, you know, meeting different people and kind of getting like more of a worldview. Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing wrong with uh, doing an all inclusive. I get it. Cause when you can just get up in the morning and someone has cooked for you, it's amazing. Exactly. <laughs> I get it. Um, I've always been one to say that, you know, when my children get older, I want to take them on a mission trip so they can actually get a chance to go and help people who are totally different from them 
who are going through different struggles than what we see in our own neighborhood and uh, give them a chance to really, you know, appreciate life. So that's, that's one of my goals as my children get older. Yeah, that, that sounds amazing. I think, you know, that would be great for, for anybody, you know, to have that experience. So. Absolutely. Now you touched on it. Sorry, I'm asking you questions. No, that's okay. Go ahead. Have you done anything like that in the past already, or are you just kind of hoping to do that with the kids in the future? In terms of mission trips? Yeah. I have not gone out and done mission trips outside of, of uh, Canada. I have not. Um, you know, I, I've done a lot of charitable work within uh, the, the, our neighborhoods, but I haven't gone out and done mission trips. But, you know, for me, one of the lessons that I learned uh, years ago, I had an opportunity to go out to Cuba. And just like you, it was an all-inclusive where, you know, the meals were cooked for you and you had to worry about nothing. And a friend of mine um, and I, we went out there and we actually rented mopeds. And so uh-huh. we drove, yeah, we drove way off of the resort. We drove at least an hour, hour and a half away from the resorts. And we had an opportunity to see how people are really living in Cuba. So not just what you see on commercials, exactly. um, not the beaches and beautiful resorts. And, you know, we saw how the people lived and we had some really great conversations with people. And it was one of the, the biggest, um, I would say, lessons that I learned. Um, just to be appreciative with what you have. Like we saw people who had houses who had no roofs on them, yep. uh, had houses that had no front doors, and people who were walking who had ripped clothes and no shoes. And, you know, again, things that you're not going to see on commercials. Exactly. Um, it was an amazing, amazing impact on my life. Definitely. And I think that, you know, sometimes people are afraid, which I totally get, um, you know, just leaving, leaving the resort. And there's, you know, a lot of cautionary tales around that but I think if you have you know somebody with you or like a solid group of people you know why not go outside of the resort and you know explore meet people see because yeah it's definitely like night and day between like what you see on the commercials and at at the resort compared to how the people that are actually living there every day Absolutely. And you, you're right. Let, let's say that again. We don't want people just to be getting up and leaving the resorts and uh, traveling on their own. Make yeah. sure you ask questions. Make sure you have somebody with you. We had someone w- w- with us at the time that we oh. trusted who spoke the language and such. And then every country is going to be different as well. The crime rate is different in every country. So just make sure everyone goes out and checks that out first before they start leaving resorts and exactly. be like, Jeff that's and Faith said we should leave the resort. That's right? our disclaimer. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, okay, perfect. So you spoke about this earlier, um, hashtag Faithful Friday. So you said that's a night when, once a month you said, when you get a band together and you perform and just yeah. have a great old time on stage, right? It's so fun. I love it. We do it um, live from the rehearsal factory. So it's just a little rehearsal spot. Um, and again, we go live and we put out a, an edited version uh, the following week. So I always choose an artist that um, you know, I've kind of been following and, and seeing, you know, their talent and usually that they've made a positive impact in some type of way. And so then I, you know, schedule them to come on, put them with a band that, um, you know, works well for their sound. And yeah, we just, I do one of my songs and then they will perform two of their songs and then we do our interview and our game. So yeah, I definitely look forward to it every time. 
And you air this live? Is it a Facebook live or Instagram live? Yes, it's both. Um, it's it's Instagram live through my Instagram at Faith Walker Music, and then uh, we're sponsored by All the Way Live Hip Hop. So they um, we're live on Facebook through All the Way Live Hip Hop. Fabulous. So everybody listening, hashtag Faithful Friday. And you can find all the ones that have been done already. And I'm sure with that hashtag, you can find Faith's information and follow her so you can see all the ones coming up. When's the next one coming up? Uh, the next one is on the 29th of June. And, uh, oh, I will mention they're on my YouTube channel. So um, if you look on my YouTube playlist, they all the, the edited versions that we've done so far. Uh, so on the 29th, I have, um, Amoy Evans coming on, who is an yes. amazing reggae singer. So I'm really excited about that one. It's going to be a good show. So yeah, check it out. Fabulous. Amoy is a real talented singer. Definitely. One of the songs you had mentioned this already, and I think it's the lead EP for your album, as you talked about head in the clouds and I'll be honest with you so when I was doing some research trying to get information about you for this episode mm -hmm. uh, I, I did go to your YouTube page and I ran into head in the clouds and you have a video it's like a short video of yourself um, in the process of, of cancer recovery I would imagine or, or um, yeah. the chemo and you start the video off with your son um, hitting a bell um, yeah. declaring you being cancer free and you have the music comes in at the perfect time. And I'll be honest with you. It, I, I got a little emotional. Um, it, it's a powerful, powerful um, video that you put together. Again, it's a short video, but your song head in the clouds. I imagine you wrote it um, at that time um, to empower yourself or to empower others who are going through what you've been through. Definitely. Um, Head in the Clouds ended up being, uh, yeah, the title track of the EP. And um, I actually uh, wrote it about maybe a year or so ago, like maybe a year and a half ago. So it was one of the newer songs that I wrote. But definitely, um, you know, a lot of it uh, is based on what I've gone through as far as cancer. And um, that little video that I put together with my son, Hitting the gong is actually at the cancer center. Um, every time, you know, there's a celebration, somebody hits a, a milestone or, you know, has a su success, you can hit the gong. So uh, he said, uh, my mom survived cancer and hit the gong. And, you know, I just put, a, put together a little video with some uh, photos as well. And, yeah, I think, you know, it's important to put the song out, but to actually see, you know, some of what I went through because, you know, it's, Sometimes I, it's been said to me, you know, like, oh, well, looking at you, you would never know. And I think it's hard for people to kind of imagine that I've gone through all that. But I really and truly have. So um, you like I, I can't tell you how how much it means to hear, you know, someone say that, you know, it's touched them. And, I, you know, the the messages that I've received saying that, you know, you're an inspiration and, you know, I'm going through treatment and I w I'm having a tough day and this is what I needed right now. And this, you know, that really keeps me going. And so I think it's really important. I really, really am looking forward to putting out an actual video for this song. Um, I just did a remix with Ray Robinson, who's another yes. very talented artist. So we're going to do the video for the remix. Um, so I think, 
you know, you're going to see not just um, cancer struggles, but a lot of struggles in that video. And I think it's just yes. really important. And the message is just, you know, no matter what you're going through, keep your head up, keep it up so high. It's in the sky. Got to keep your head in the clouds. So, yeah, that's amazing. One of my favorite I'm, songs I'm, that I've done, I would say. It's my favorite song. I got to tell you that. Thank you. <laughs> I, I definitely got to tell you that. It's it's powerful. Um, I'm, and I'm hoping you'll give me permission to play it at the end of this episode so people can hear exactly what we're talking about. But Absolutely. you have a line in there. You have a line that says, this could be a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Talk about that. Well, yeah, as I said, you know, earlier, I... I really feel that, you know, some of the adversity that we go through in life brings a lot of blessings that we may not see at in the moment, but as you go through it, you know, if you open your eyes and you look at things a certain way, you can see those blessings. Sometimes they're hidden, sometimes they're in disguise, but they're there. So, um, yeah, I think that's a really important message because um like I said everybody has those struggles and a lot of times you know you might be having a bad day and this could happen that could happen but I firmly believe that everything happens for a reason so you know maybe that happened because you weren't meant to be in this spot at this time maybe that happened because you were meant to learn that lesson today you know um so just kind of looking at things in that way, it's been a real shift, um, mm -hmm. you know, in my whole way of thinking. So I think it's important. Yeah, absolutely. I think today's day and age, you, you continue to hear about cancer quite a bit. I don't know if there's anybody who hasn't been affected. I've had a, a cousin who passed away last year uh, from cancer. Um, I've had close family friends who passed away in the past as well. Can you just do me a favor and speak to somebody right now who might be listening, who is in the midst of their storm? They're going through their situation right now. Uh, they might be, you know, towards the chemo stage, and they're just not feeling uh, like things are going to get well. Can someone who has gone through it and who has survived it and continues mm -hmm. to survive it and live a full life? Can you just, for a quick moment, can you just speak to that person directly right now? Yes, if you're listening out there. You are strong. You got this. You can make it through. Um, and this is going to be a turning point in your life. And you're going to learn a lot from this. Um, you're going to realize how strong you are. You're going to realize that you can get through anything. And, um, you know, don't, you know, it's really, it's, it's tough to say this, but, um, don't always, how can I explain this? Well, basically, this is how I'll explain it. The first time I went through cancer, I was basically told, you know, this is what your course of treatment is. Never questioned it, never did my own research or looked into alternatives. So basically what I'm saying is, you know, look at what your options are and um, definitely look at, you know, things that you can do to improve your health. Um, without um, harming it. <laughs> and I don't, I know it can be controversial, but I would just say, you know, just, just know that you have options and just know uh, that there are a lot of things out there that 
can help you get through this. And we're not statistics, we're not numbers, you know, like I've basically the statistic is, you know, stage four cancer, only 25% live past five years. So, you know, when you hear, when you hear something like that, that's, that's hard, you know, am I going to be that one in four that makes it past that many years or, you know, one, one in two people, I think now is a statistic will, will have cancer in their lifetime. So just, just knowing that is, is sometimes hard, but at the same time, that also, um, there are so many people out there that have defied those odds. So right. look, look for those inspirational stories. Look for those stories of people who have defied the odds because that can be you too. And, um, you know, I've lost people too, Jeff, and I'm really sorry that you have. And I'm sure, you know, a lot of people have lost someone to cancer and it's, it's very scary. And, you know, I have friends that are still fighting now and, you know, it, it scares me. It really does. Like, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't want to lose anybody else, you know? So mm -hmm. I just, I just think that um, we need to love the people in our lives and, you know, embrace every moment and just make sure that we're actually living life to the fullest. Because we say that a lot, but are we actually doing it? Um, right. And I push myself to do that as well because, you know, it's, it's not easy sometimes. It's not. But you can keep going. You can, like I said, look for anything positive in your life. Look for, I will say also, you know, yoga, meditation. They became huge in my life. I meditate every night. And without that, I don't know that I'd be in the place that I'm in. You know, so anything that feeds your soul, like even with music, for me, it's very healing. So whatever your passions are, you know, it might be hard when you're going through cancer to, you know, think about that. But at the same time, anything that gives you, brings you joy, anything positive, go for those things because it, it will make a difference. Absolutely. You just quickly, a moment there, you spoke about the stats and, and, you know, we as human beings, we love stats. We love putting numbers to things. Yep. And so you just talked about the stat of, you know, 25% will, will survive. And, or is it survive, you said? Uh, past five years, yeah. So 25% will pass five years. And so we'll take a stat like that. And, you know, if someone is in a situation where they've been unfortunately diagnosed with cancer, they'll listen to that stat and they're like, oh my goodness, you know, that means that, you know, there's a greater chance of me dying. But you don't have to be one of those numbers. You don't have to be one of those numbers that pass, passes away. And sometimes we allow these stats, these numbers, because doctors are professionals, we allow that to get into our head. But people need to understand that we as human beings, we only know so much. Yeah. We only know so much. Doctors are professionals. They, they're, they're very good at their craft. They're very good at what they do. But human beings only know so much. And so if a doctor gives you that percentage or any type of percentage, know that does, you have to understand that does not have to be you. Those numbers do not have to reflect who you are. You can survive there. As you said, Faith, there are many, many people, including Faith, <laughs> who have lived beyond those numbers. Exactly. So it's just important we let these people know, let everybody know, you know, if you know someone's going through cancer, if you're going through cancer, uh, someone's in your arm's reach, you got to let them know that they do not have to listen to the odds that these doctors are telling you. Doctors are going to give you stats, but there's yeah. so much 
more going on in this world than we as human beings can truly understand and comprehend. Definitely. And I think that's another important thing that, that you kind of made me think of just the fact that, yeah, doctors are human and I've learned that I have to really push and advocate for my own health. Um, so I think yes. that's very important to, you know, trust your body. If you know something's not right, don't, don't stop pushing until you find out what's wrong, you know? And um, again, I've had a lot of situations where I feel that, you know, my care hasn't been up to par or I've not been told things or I've been misled. And I, I write, write about that a little bit too, but I don't go too, too deep into it with my music. But I, I think it's really, really important for people to remember, you know, this, this might be a very simple thing, but you know, if you are going through cancer, have that person, if you have somebody that you can bring with you to your appointment, and just make sure that, you know, everything that needs to be addressed is addressed. Um, I record all of my doctor's appointments on a voice note because sometimes Very when you're good. in that situation, it's like everything's a blur and you, you might miss something or you might think of something later that you forgot to ask. And so just, you know, mm. you're taking notes or taking, you know, a recording and just making sure, asking for your records if you need your records to go over your records um, and just being your own um, I don't know what the word, your, your, your own champion, you know, like be your, be the person that's always pushing for you. Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. Faith. Again, I've said it a couple of times already in this episode. I'm just so thankful for you and for your story and for being so strong. Number one, um, you know, being able to get through everything you've been through and using it to share with people. And, you know, just being that beacon of light, um, a lot of people who are going through any type of circumstances, they get nervous, they don't want to share, they're embarrassed, um, mm -hmm. but here you are talking about it because you understand the power of telling your story to help other people. So I got to thank you for that. Thank you so much, Jeff. I really appreciate the opportunity. Fabulous. So again, we spoke about uh, hashtag uh, Faithful Friday. What else do you got going on? What can people look forward to in the near future? Well, I'm uh, starting to work on my album. So I'm really excited about that. Um, again, shooting a video for Head in the Clouds. And uh, I just signed a distribution deal with uh, a label in the US. So I'm going to be working on a new single with um, a producer and doing some touring through them as well. So I'm excited about that. Um, what else do I have going on? Just some, I'm, I'm hoping to do some, some touring over the summer and uh, just, you know, I haven't really been too many places in the U S or Canada really, to be honest. Okay. So I'd like to, you know, go a little bit further and um, yeah, I have a lot of, a lot of exciting things in the works. I'm, I just, uh, recorded a, a remix to a song with uh infinite and leandro so that's going to be coming out soon and yeah just collaborating with some talented artists and and getting my my album started so i'm, I'm excited about that you can look out for that and if you want to check out my ep it's on uh itunes spotify all those platforms space walker head in the cloud so you can definitely check that out and uh, I have a video out for one of the songs on the EP it's called enough of your love 
and that's on YouTube as well. Fabulous. Yes, I watched that as well. It's a great video as well. And you got to let me know when you start filming for Head in the Clouds. I got to come out and support. Just be on you, set because I love the song. I love you what you're gonna doing. You are going to be there. You are going to be there. Trust me. Oh, man. I'm talk to you. I, have, <laughs> I have a little something, a little little something for you, a little role if you're down. I'm going to talk to you about it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm with it. I, I, I can put on my acting hat a little bit for sure. <laughs> exactly. No, you could just be you. Okay. Sounds great. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. So, uh, where can people find your stuff? So I know you just talked about where they can get the EP, um, but where can they find their stuff? You said YouTube and where else are you on social media? Uh, so face Walker music on Instagram, um, as well as my Facebook page, faith Walker music, um, Twitter, which I don't use too much, but I'm on there. Um, and then yeah, all the, the different platforms uh, for the actual EP that I mentioned, uh, and then my YouTube channel. Perfect, perfect, awesome. Faith Walker, thank you so much again for coming on, and you be well, and we'll definitely catch up soon. Thank you so much, Jeff. Uh, keep doing all the positive things you're doing for the community. I've been watching, and you know, I can definitely say that you're making your children proud and you're helping so many different people um, with the work that you're doing. So I want to thank you so much for all that you're doing for the community and uh, for bringing me on to be a part of that. Oh, thank you so much, Faith. Thank you. And welcome back, guys. How powerful was that interview? How strong is Faith? There's so many elements that she spoke about in her story that we can really use to speak to us, that we can use to help us along our own personal journey. Faith is an extremely strong woman, and there's somebody out there that's going through something right now, whether it be very similar to Faith's story, whether it be something that's totally opposite. You have something you are going through. You have to understand that you have the ability to use it to fuel you, to push you forward, to stand on top of it, whatever it is that you're going through, so you can have a new level to speak from. Allow the negativity that you have that's going on in your life, whether it be health or whether it be something else, allow it to become your fuel, to drive you, to push you forward. I know it's easier said than done because when we are in the fire, when we are in the middle of the storm, things can feel so difficult. I get it. I have been there myself. But the way I see it is you have two ways to live. When you're in that storm, you either sit there and you allow the rain to hit you and to drown you or you stand up in your storm and you wait for it to pass and you look for all the positive lessons that you can find within your story. Faith, I'm so excited for what you're doing. Please, if you're listening to this podcast episode, find Faith on social media, Faith Walker Music. You can download her newest track, Head in the Clouds, on iTunes, on Spotify, on Amazon Music, or on Google Play. I'm going to close off this week's episode with Faith's song, Head in the Clouds. Listen up, good people. Your blessing might just be in disguise. Again, I'm going to repeat that because you got to hear what I'm saying. Your blessing might just be in disguise. 
that downtrodden situation that you're going through, that dismal circumstance, that might be a blessing. You may not see it now because things are difficult. Things are hard. You feel like you can't even get out of bed. You feel like your world is turning in an opposite direction. But I'm telling you, somewhere within that difficulties that you are going through, there's a blessing that's waiting for you. It is your job to go out there and to find it, to dig it up. See, I can't do it for you. I might see your circumstance and I might see what the blessing is, but I can tell you about it. But until you see it and feel it for yourself, you will never understand the fullness of it. Life is going to happen. Negativity is going to happen. And that's unfortunate. But in the process of going through that negativity, it is up to you to find that blessing that is within your difficult circumstance because that blessing is what you are going to use to get you through. That blessing is what you are going to use to teach others along your journey after you get through your situation. That blessing is what is going to heal you. And God forbid, if you have to go through it again, the lessons that you learn from that blessing is going to see you through. All right, good people. I will see you at the top of the next episode. And in the meantime, I leave you with Faith Walker's newest track.